My name is Clark. I am Liar, and I love my mom because um, she's so kind, and, and, and she makes dinner for me, and she loves me so much, and I love her so much. Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that this podcast brings a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Aw, so cute. They're so so adorable. Oh my gosh. Well, mamas, welcome back to Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, episode 83. Those sweet little voices, they are the reason we love being moms, right? (laughs) Oh my gosh, they're so precious. (laughs) Well, Mother's Day is, of course, coming up, and this episode is an ode to you, the moms. The moms. Cheers to us. Cheers. Yes, I know. I I love Mother's Day. Same. Yeah. What's What's your favorite thing to do on Mother's Day? You know what? Maybe this is wrong to say, but I'm just going to be totally honest. Uh, I actually host a Mother's Day luncheon the day before Mother's Day with some of my girlfriends because I feel like, honestly, one of the best gifts in motherhood are the other moms. And that might be my favorite part about Mother's Day celebrations is like being surrounded with other moms and just like raising a glass to motherhood together. Yes. And I remember when you lived here in Phoenix... You would do that for all of us. And it was just so sweet. I remember coming to a park and picking up a Stetson salad. Yep. Like a little yes. <laughs> iced or like a sparkling water. Like it was so yes. sweet. Like you were just saying, Happy Mother's Day to all the other moms. I love that about you, Steph. It's so, oh. and your birthday is near Mother's Day too, which is fun. My, yes. My birthday every seven years actually ends up being on Mother's Day. Oh, fun. But you know what? It's so other than my day before kind of luncheon situation. I just like a good nap on Mother's Day. Oh my gosh. Yes. How about you? I, I honestly, um, I'm, I'm much more selfish than you. I just like a good brunch. Like take me to a good, a good quality brunch with my mom, my kids, my husband, my dad, and serve me really good food and a mimosa and let me take a nap. And I'm happy, happy, happy. (laughs) Mm, I think good brunch is a good thing for all celebratory occasions. Yeah. I, I never turn down brunch ever. Totally. Yeah. Love okay. Well, who makes us moms? The children, right? Yeah. So we need to hear from the kids. We I'm so excited about this stuff. I know you are too, but we asked moms in our sisterhood to ask their kids, why do you love your mom? And record their answers. And here are the results. I love my mommy because she's not afraid of the dark. Hi, I'm Presley and I'm eight years old. I love my mom because she's Kind, caring, helpful, and really funny. That's why she's the best mom in the whole wide world. I'm Jeremiah. I'm five. And I love my mom because she loves me. My name is Chloe. I'm four years old. And I love my mommy because it gives me her fun all the time. I'm 10 and I love my stepmom because she helps me when I'm really upset. And when I need her help with something, she she just helps me, and she helps me calm down a lot, and um, she lets us pick dinner. 
I'm Hannah, and I'm five, and I love my mom because my mom loves me. My name is Aspen. I'm nine years old. I love my mom because she keeps me healthy, and she loves me. I'm Charlotte, and I'm nine years old, and I love my mom because she's kind, and she plays softball with me. My name is Nolan, and I'm six years old, and I love my mom because she reads to me and gives me good hugs. I'm Troy, and I'm eight, and I love my mom because she cooks me food. I'm Vincent, and I'm nine, and I love my mom because she loves me more than anybody in the world. My name is Elizabeth. I'm six years old. I love my mom because she loves me. I love my mommy because I make special paintings for her and my whole family and everyone else. Thank you, mommy, for being such a kind mommy. Give me hugs. I love you. Okay, how adorable are those oh kids? Oh my gosh, I just want to pinch their cheeks. You know? <laughs> so and so many of them said, I love my mom because she loves me. <laughs> I mean, so here's the deal, moms. Hear this from us. If you feel like you're not doing enough or you're just not enough in general, if your kids know that you love them, it's obviously enough. Okay, I'm going to cry because it's the truth. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, in some of my hardest mom moments, knowing my kids knew they were loved, that was all I could do. And it was enough. Yeah, well, I just oftentimes it feels like to be a successful, I'm doing air quotes here, mom, like you have to do X, Y, and Z for your kids to love you. And, oh, I just, I just, I feel like, especially because I was gone for a couple of days somewhat recently, um, the smile that your kids have when you've been gone for a couple of days. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, even if you forget to get them something special on the trip. (laughs) They're just like, Bob's back. Yes. I know. You know? I didn't I know. do anything to deserve that. <laughs> I did the same thing. As, um, we'll talk about it in a second, but we were actually gone on the same trip. And um, when I came home, my kids were asleep already. And my daughter had insisted that I come and wake her up, which you cannot wake that child up when she's sleeping. It's not possible. Okay. But I went and yeah. kissed her and she kind of um, moved around and she gave me yeah. the biggest smile in her sleep. Yes. And yes. it was the cutest. But she didn't remember it in the morning, no, right? No, 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 yes. no. She was mad because I didn't wake her up. I'm like, well, you gave me a good sp- – subconsciously, yeah. you knew I was there. <laughs> yeah. My my middle does the same thing. I come in and give her a hug even if she's, like, you know, dead in sleep land. And I swear, she keeps her eyes closed. But this huge, like, non-toothless grit, you know, just like mm. – <laughs> And I always ask her in the morning, like, did you – do you remember I woke you up? And she's like, No. <laughs> I'm like so in their subconscious. They know mom is in the room. Oh my gosh, they do. They just know. It's like, you know, it's like those moments are so precious. And then it's like also like when they're, we call them Velcro kids sometimes and they like have like a beeline and they just want to be suction cupped to you. Yep. It can be super annoying. But honestly, moms, it's pretty fresh. We all love it. It is pretty fresh. <laughs> okay. So as I was researching for this episode, I Googled Ode to Moms. I don't know why. I just wanted to see what I would find. Okay. And I actually stumbled across an incredible poem, okay? So, Steph, we're going to link to it in the show notes because I want to make sure this poet gets proper credit um, Mm -hmm. to the source. But I want to read it to you now. And moms, Mm -hmm. you want to grab a tissue, okay? Mm -hmm. 
The poem is titled Ode to My Mother, and it's by Betty Wynn. A life with you is a life worth living, even at your worst. You still made me feel better. Every moment with you is a moment worth reliving, for better or worse. You are the only love of my life. I haven't been taking the time to appreciate you as I should have. Your whole life has been sacrificed for my security and my comfort. And there is not a day that goes by where I fail to realize that. Every breath you take is for my happiness and safety. And for that, I owe you my life. I promise to love you for the rest of my life. Your love and dedication have shaped me into the person I am today. You've made no mistakes. You're pure perfection. All of my flaws are my fault. For all the times I've hurt you, I want to deeply apologize for all of my life. I am unable to repay all the actions you've taken to keep me safe, to give me warmth, to make me experience love, to mold me into who I am. So in return for everything that I've accomplished, I will dedicate it to your name. You've been so caring and understanding, and you've never wrongfully accused me of anything. Your patience is limitless. You always take an extra step to clean up my mess. I will be forever grateful for everything you've done for me. Thank you, Mom, for letting me take my first steps and for teaching me how to spread my wings. Your endeavors will be indented on my heart, for you will always be known as the most important person in my life. Oh, well, I've, I've got a little, some tears rolling down. my. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's incredible. As I was reading it, I was kind of going back and forth between imagining my kids saying this to me and actually reading it to my mom. Mm, yeah, me too. And, you know, because they have left an indelible mark, my mom has. And, you know, I just only hope that, you know, even through all my flaws that I feel like I'm imprinting on my kids that. You know, they don't see that. They really do see someone who loved them unconditionally and raised them well. Yeah. It's amazing what words can do. Words have so much power. Uh, So when they're put to pen to paper like that in poetry, it's just really incredible. Well, um, Michelle, I have a little bit of a side note, but it is along the same topic. (laughs) So we we talked a little bit about this already, but uh, Michelle and I just got back from a conference for moms called Mom 2.0. And one of the keynote speakers was Dr. Anna Malika Tubbs, uh, who wrote a book that was new to me. Was it new to you, Michelle? Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. And the book's called The Three Mothers, How the Mothers of Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, and James Baldwin Shaped a Nation. She was an incredible speaker. Oh, incredible. I So incredibly intelligent and just so well-spoken. Mm-hmm. And her book sounds so amazing too. Here's actually a review from Amazon that says, by turns extraordinary and ordinary, inspiring and devastating, the lives of Alberta King, Louise Little, and Bernice Baldwin are worthy of attention. And so too is their biographer, Anna Malika Tubbs. As I learned about these women, the discrimination they endured as young black girls, what they overcame, what their mothers and their grandmothers overcame, how they raised their boys and witnessed their deaths, my eyes filled with tears at their resolute strength and how their lives, like those of so many other black mothers, have been ignored. Wow. Um, We've added a link to that book in our show notes for today's episodes, and I personally can't wait to read it. I love stuff looking at the perspective of the moms of these world changers, you know, these men that we read about in history that we've learned about from the civil rights movement. 
yes, they did great things, but let's look at the women who raised them and learn more about them. I just get goosebumps. It's, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things she said in her um, keynote was, you know, we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, mm-hmm. but I we know one other person that was in the room, yes. like on his birthday. So that's just one of the women that she kind of dives into. It's just really, really beautiful to consider how powerful these mothers uh, shaped these men that largely we know a lot about, but yeah. not so much their moms. Yeah, I love it. Um, Another book we want to recommend about a real mom story is called Made, Hard Work, Low Pay, and a Mother's Will to Survive by Stephanie Land. Hmm. Stephanie's incredible story was also made into a limited series on Netflix called Made, and I highly recommend it, but we'll be linking to that as well. Yep. And we we do have two other lists of books that we think you'll love. So 100 must-read books about mothers and motherhood from Book Riot and for Kids, A Mother's Love. 30 books celebrating mighty moms and daughters from a mighty girl. Yes. And we couldn't leave our kids out of this episode, Steph. So thanks to our husbands. We have recordings of each other's kids and we get to hear them for the first time now. Okay, Steph, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Here's what your three girls love. They say something nice. Yes. Yes. Here's what they love about you. My name is Audrey and I'm nine years old and I love my mom because she loves me. My name is Elsie, and I am 10 years old, and I love my mom because she is so joyful. My name is Nora, and I'm 12 years old. I love my mom because she's always there for me. Well, shoot. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you can die happy. How sweet are they? <laughs> oh, I love Thank them. you, girls. Yes. Okay, well, Michelle, here is what your two kids said when asked, why do you love your mom? Hello, my name is Kenton Fortin. I am 10 years old. I love my mom because she's so smart and funny. Hi, I'm Camille. I'm nine years old, and I love my mom because she's funny and she gives me great snuggles. <laughs> I'm funny. You know, I want to remind them of that when they're teenagers, and I'm not funny to them anymore. For sure. And she <laughs> and gives and you snuggles, give good man. snuggles. I love snuggles. You do love snuggles, not even just from your kids. You are a <laughs> I'm physical a, touch love. I am. I would love snuggles from everybody. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, um, Mother's Day is really a great time to reflect on our role as moms. And we really hope that this episode encouraged you in your motherhood journey. Remember, not every day is easy. A lot of them are actually very difficult Mm -hmm. when it comes to being a mom. But there is always something to stop and celebrate. So find those little moments and don't forget to just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.